What is up, Say What family? How are we doing today? How are we feeling? I am exhausted, and I'll get to that in a second, but how are you doing? Welcome back to the Say What podcast. If this is your first time listening, hello. Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Hannah, and we talk about sex and marriage and Jesus and women's issues and all the things. So glad you're here, and if you're here all the time, welcome back. I like to start off every podcast with some life updates, and I have to give you some because, you guys, I... I'm so tired. I am so exhausted. And this is like half my fault, half not my fault. But that is my life update is that I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm really, really tired. I, this week, you know, I, or I don't know if you, I did tell you guys, duh. So I'm now a couple weeks into my new job and I didn't quite realize how adding four more hours of work to my schedule was going to be harder like than what it actually is. I just didn't realize that it was going to take four hours a lot lot more time than what I thought. So I am just struggling to figure out my flow and my rhythm and it's harder than I thought it was going to be. And I'm working like 36 hours a week now, now. And I try really hard not to complain about that because I know most people work 40 hours a week. Um, but I did not want to live that kind of life because I really want to focus on the things that I love doing. And thankfully I do love both my jobs. It's a lot of fun, but it's just, it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And I love it, but I'm just feeling a little tired and I have not been really managing my time that great. And so like this week we had a a dentist appointment in the middle of the day. And so that took up a lot of my time when I should have been working. And then we decided to, well, not decide, well, we did decide, but to go see the new Spider-Man movie on Thursday at like 3.30 p.m. And hindsight, we should not have watched it in the middle of the workday because then I had to work a lot longer hours on Friday and I had a brow appointment on Friday. So I, I feel like I'm sounding complaining and I don't want to do that. But I'm just like being honest. I did not schedule my time very well this week. And so I had a lot of work to do on Friday to play catch up. And of course, let me just set the scene for you of also why I'm so exhausted. So I wake up Friday morning, I go to take Theo out and our super, super sweet friends left us homemade cookies on our front front door. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. I love this surprise cookies. Love it. So at lunchtime, I decided to eat some of the cookies and they were fantastic. So good. I ate one of them and because they're pretty big. So I ate one and then I like closed the cookies back up and like left them in the center of my island. And then I had to go to a meeting. So I went to a meeting and I, the meeting ended up going like an hour long. And towards the end, I hear Theo, my dog, like doing some messing with something in the living room. And so I go in the living room and guys, he had ate like three cookies. I'm not joking. He ate three cookies and they were like straight chocolate cookies. One was like chocolate and peanut, or not peanut butter. One was chocolate and peppermint. And then there was like a I don't know, a turtle kind of cookie, but it had chocolate in it. And he's eating them on my white rug. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And so I, I can't like take a lot of time away from this meeting either because it's like just me and my boss. And like I really needed this time together because I like, needed some stuff from, for him, from him so I can do work. And so I just really needed that meeting time. And so I like grab the cookie out of his mouth, like grab another one, like put it up and come back to the meeting. And then I hear him again. And of course, somehow he got into the cookies again. And so I had to take it out of his mouth and like brought him into the office with me, finished up my meeting. 
And then I go in the living room to look at my sweet and beautiful, soft, I don't know how a rug can be sweet, but my rug, my white rug has like all the chocolate cookie on it. And so I'm like, crap, like chocolate is what kills you. And I was so, so mad at my dog. And I was like, Theo, if this cookie doesn't kill you, I'm going to kill you because I cannot believe that you did this. So I call the vet and they're like, hey, yeah, let me figure out his weight versus the ounces, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, since they're homemade cookies, you don't really know like what all was in them and you're sure it's chocolate. And I was like, yes, they're chocolate. And so she was like, if she, if he had 12 ounces or more, he needs to go um, to the emergency vet and have his stomach like induced vomiting. And I was like, great. And I looked at like the, the how big the cookies were and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to take him to the vet. That's just like best practice. So I just get him up and we go to the vet and I'm so angry. This vet was great though. They were super awesome. And I'm like with him and I've never like been with him when they've like induced vomiting. And so that was interesting. And I like held him while that was happening. And it was really gross, but it was really funny because at one point, one of the vet techs while he's throwing up is like, I thought he had cookies. Like, were there like mint in it? And I was like, yep, it was a peppermint cookie. And she was like, ah, that's what I smell. And I'm like, Yep, it was chocolate and peppermint, and it was disgusting. And then it did make me feel good because the vet came over and was like, I'm really glad you brought him in because there's a lot of chocolate here and looks like he threw up a lot of stuff, and like that's better for him than just to have waited out at home. So he took like three of my three hours basically just to drive over there, waiting time being there. It just was a lot of a lot of time. So he took a lot of my time on Friday. So then I was like, as soon as I got home, I had to work more and then Saturday, I worked till like 9 p.m. And then Saturday, I had plans with friends. And so, like, we went over to our friend's house and had brunch and did an escape room. And then, of course, when that is happening, we come home or we check, like, the camera on our phone to see what he's doing. Somehow, he got into, like, uh, what was it, like a tissue box that I have no idea where this tissue box came from. But he got into a tissue box and destroyed stuff all over the house. And I was like, cool, this is new. He does not eat things. He does not destroy things. So I don't really know what's going on. And the and then since it's Saturday, like I still had work I had to do for that for that week. So I was doing a bunch of work and then I had stuff to do for church. And so then I came back home and did more work and finally finished out the hours that I needed to do late, late, late last night. And then I get up super early this morning, go to church. We're, we're at church. We check on Theo and he is eating a lint roller. And so Thomas is like, oh my gosh. So he gets in the car, rushes home. Thankfully, we live like two seconds from church. So he went home and Theo had completely destroyed, completely, completely, completely destroyed his Ray-Ban sunglasses. Like there's no hope for them. They are completely like done. And I will post a picture of them this week because it's terrible how much they're messed up. So Theo is like, in jail right now. I can't handle him. I have a golden retriever for sale if you want one. I don't really know what's going on, but he's causing me a lot of stress. <laughs> and so with all of that being said, I have not slept this weekend or really like had any rest time this week or this weekend. And I'm just really tired. And I just talked seven minutes about me being tired and I didn't even get to the important stuff. Really sorry. Oh my gosh. Let me get to the important stuff. That's where I'm at, trying to balance it, trying to do say what stuff, and it's just a lot, but it's going to be okay. And you guys can take my golden retriever if you want because I'm over him. And he just sat up and looked at me and was like, what? Okay, uh, we got got some big news happening on the podcast. Um, so I'm actually going to take the longest break I've ever taken on this podcast. I'm going to take three weeks off. 
yeah, I'm going to take three weeks off. <laughs> um, that's like the longest break I've ever taken. I've only ever taken like a week off the podcast before, but with every, like telling you guys about all the work that I've been doing and honestly, I've just been like really uninspired and I hate that and I hate that feeling and I feel like I've just been going, going, going and this has been a really crappy like past six months and so I just, I don't know, I think it's catching up to me and I want to give you guys the best that I can possibly give you and I really think that I need a break. And so I'm taking three weeks off. I'm going to be back on January 17th and also I, another reason for this break is because I, my main job is working for uh, this husband and wife who own bridal shows. And so our bridal shows that we have are in January. And so we were going to have three shows and we just canceled one of them. So we have two shows, one in Idaho and one in Denver. And so I've got those in January. So that's like my busiest time. And I just, I want to be the best that I can for you. And so I need to take some rest time. I need to take some intentional time to like get the creativity back, like going in my head, like come back with fresh ideas. I also like have really been thinking about how I can take say what from to be more than just a podcast. Like I love the podcast. I'm going to forever do the podcast. But like how can there be like more community, more like helping each other out, more like just, you know, helping us, helping us get through what we're going through, especially with purity culture and painful sex. And so I asked you guys on Instagram to be praying for me and I really appreciate it. And I, I know you guys have been because I'm hearing from the Lord, but I have an idea that I think I'm going to run with now. I think I've clarified what I want to do and what I'm passionate about, what I feel like the Lord wants for this. And so I'm hoping to work on that some in January so I can like come back strong on January 17th and have this podcast back and let you guys know about the new service that I want to offer. So I'm really hopeful that this like break is going to give me time to do that. Um, and I, I do have like podcast ideas that I'm excited to bring you in January. I just, I really just need this break and <laughs> just need to rest. And I know I'm not the best person I can be for you guys. And I just really want to be that. So here's me being honest that I'm exhausted. I'm uninspired and <laughs> I don't want to feel that way forever. And I just, so I need to find some rhythm. And so I do think next year I'm going to approach the podcast doing like seasons of the podcast that have like a built in, like maybe two weeks off between each season. So I have built in breaks, but I don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet, but that will probably happen. So there's a heads up on that. Um, but I just, I need some, I need some time and it's three weeks and it makes me sad to not talk to you guys for three weeks straight on the podcast because I talked to you on Instagram, but the podcast, like we're close. Like I talk to you a lot more. I mean, I mean, you're I'm like, you're listening to me for like 30, 45 minutes, an hour every week. And so I just feel like we got a good relationship going and I hope that you'll accept me back on January 17th. Okay. Hope that you'll take me back. I, um, just need some time. So thank you for being understanding. We're still, I'm still going to be like all over Instagram, but I just personally need a podcast break. So taking that off for three weeks. Um, I'll miss you guys. Miss talking to you. So let's get into what this actual episode is about. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot, literally cannot believe that Christmas is this week. Like it is truly blowing my mind. I am like, how in the world is it Christmas? And I think I feel that way mostly because you guys know I live in Denver and it's supposed to snow in Colorado and we've only had one snow this season and it was like barely anything. And so it just does not feel like Christmas. Like it, it does not at all. And I'm really frustrated because I love the snow. 
and I just want the snow to get here. So I'm really sad about there not being any snow. I think that's why it doesn't feel like Christmas to me. I'm just very confused that Christmas is this week. But with it being this week, we have Christmas and New Year's, and I was thinking about us and thinking about um, all of our relationships and how a lot of times like leading up to Christmas and then right after Christmas, our relationships can suffer because we're so busy and we're not prioritizing time together during this time, like with your spouse. And so I want to talk to you today about like how we can do that and how we can best like prioritize time for each other. Um, and just give you like three ideas because I think it's super important for us to still stay connected and like together with our spouse during this time. Um, and it's really hard because we're super busy and doing a lot of things, but it's really important that we prioritize time for each other. And so I've got some ideas of what we're going to do for that. But before I get to that, that's what we're talking about today. I do just want to say like, I asked you guys on Instagram how you're feeling this Christmas season, and I got, like, a lot of mixed responses. So I got, like, I'm super excited, feeling really good, feeling really ready, love Christmas, pumped, feeling awesome. And then I got, like, I'm in a terrible mental space, my mental health sucks, I'm lonely, and I'm sad, and I just am ready for it to be over. So there's, like, two extremes, but also a lot of mixed in of, like, I'm happy, but I'm also stressed, I'm overwhelmed, but I'm also excited. So, like, a lot of in-between, and I honestly would say, like, I'm doing okay, like, my anxiety has, like, come and gone, like, it's not necessarily daily anxiety anymore, but when I do get anxiety, it is really tough, so it's, like, kind of, like, up and down and, and going to see like family for Christmas. I'm excited about, um, I haven't, I haven't shared about this at all. My grandma is like not doing good, like at all at all. And so, and neither is my family just because they're having to do a lot with my grandma right now. And it's, um, it's been a lot since I'm not able to be there. That's been really hard. And so, um, I'm really excited to see my family, but it's just going to be really tough. Like seeing my grandma in the state that she's in, um, cause she's not doing great, but so I'm like feeling the same thing. I'm like, we're traveling home for Christmas and I'm only going to be home a week when normally we do two weeks. So we're not rushed. And so we're going to be like going back and forth and it's just really hard to separate time and just like, you know, soak up all the time that you can with people. But I'm also like, I don't know, I went through a lot this year. So I'm like really sad about some of the things I've gone through and it's like really hard and I like COVID is still happening and that's still really confusing and really tough. And I say confusing just because I don't know where, about where you guys live, but where I'm at, it's like kind of back and forth and like masks or no masks or you have to like social distance and you don't have to social distance. Or, and if you're vaccinated, you have to do this, but if you're not vaccinated, you don't have to do this. And it's just really confusing. It's just really confusing and a lot of back and forth. And so it's just, it's really hard. And so I just want to say like, wherever you're at this Christmas season, like however you're feeling, you are seen, you are loved, you are not alone. I know this time can feel super, super, super lonely if you like don't go see family or you don't really have any family or maybe you're single and you really want to be dating or engaged. Or, and so like I just know that like this time can really, really, really hurt people, and especially with all the loss that I feel like we've gone through <laughs> as a collective. Like it's just really tough. And so I just want to say like you are so, so loved. You are so seen. You're not alone. Like, I really want to encourage you to do the best that you can to take care of yourself during this time. Like, if you are single and you're feeling, like, really sad about not having somebody, like, schedule some time with some friends. Like, take yourself out on some dates. Like, 
maybe spend time like redoing a room in your house or like baking a new thing that you love, like finding new hobbies that you're excited about. Like you don't have to wait for a partner or like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife to like start traditions. Like you can start traditions with yourself during the holiday season. So you don't have to wait on that spouse. I know it may be seem more fun or exciting to do that with your person, but you can do that by yourself. So I just want to encourage you to like really do what you can this season to like take care of yourself, like prioritize time for yourself during this time. Like, and when I say that, I don't mean just like hanging out by the TV. I mean like doing things that you really, really, really love, like slowing down, like reading that book that you really want to read. I, I think people really want to read books. I don't read books. I don't really know, but um, like, can I be honest with you guys about the books thing really quick? I, I joke about not reading and I feel like it's a little bit self-deprecating because I do have this insecurity that I'm not as smart as everybody else in the world because I can't read. I can read. I just fall asleep and there's no, I don't know how to fight it. Like I literally fall asleep. Reading my Bible is hard because I will drift off. Like I'm not joking. So I just need to be honest with that insecurity with you guys. I don't really know why. I just feel like I need to say that for whatever reason. But I'm like raising my hand in the seat that you can't see. Um, also we video recorded the podcast last week, guys, and it was really bad. Um, anyways, that didn't matter. I don't know why I just said that. I need to get back to what I'm saying. You are seen, you are loved. And I think that this Christmas season can be a time of joy for you. And, but I just like want to hold space for you if it's not that. So I love you. I'm here for you. Um, your internet friend is here for you. I genuinely consider you guys my friends. And some people may think that that's crazy, but I don't. I spend more time talking to you guys than I do some, some other people in my life. And so I consider us friends like genuinely. And I don't care if that's crazy. Like I know you guys by name, like my, I was going to say my husband knows you by name, but it's not weird like that. Like he doesn't know the stuff you DM me, but I'm like, Hey, this girl, this friend that we DM a lot. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, they just sent me this fun message. Like I don't share anything. I promise. But like you guys are a part of my life. And so just know I'm here for you this holiday season. I really want to make it clear that I don't tell your personal business to my husband or my friends. I just talk about you guys in my general life because I feel like you're my friends. So make that very, 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 very clear. I do not share your business with anybody else but me promise. Um, but I, I just, I feel like you're my friend. So I'm here for you this holiday season. Feel free to message me. I'm still going to be on Instagram. I know I'm taking a couple weeks off, but whatever you're feeling, you're seen, you're loved. It's valid. I like totally validate those feelings. Um, and yeah, just know I'm thinking about you and that you are not alone. So if you are, though, married this holiday season or dating and you're thinking like, I am so busy going to see every person and their grandma's family this holiday season and we have so many like parties and dinners and lunches and outings and traditions and so many things like I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, but it is still so, so, so important to spend time with your person. I believe like priority should be God, then your husband or wife. Like that's the order it goes in. And it doesn't go like God, mom, dad, brother, sister, husband, wife. Like that's not how it goes in my opinion. I think it should be your relationship with Jesus and then your marriage relationship. And so we really want to encourage, I really want to encourage you guys to really take this time seriously of spending time together because if you are super busy and you're not intentional with each other, it's really easy to get caught up in like 
all the busyness and then if things aren't going the way that you want, it can be really easy to get like snappy with the other person, to get irritated really easy. And especially if stuff is going on and you're not talking about it, like that can really start to build up because on top of like you're just busy with life and work and Christmas, like you add on like family and friends and all the Christmas and New Year's things on top of that. And it's a lot. And so I really want to encourage you to like prioritize time with your spouse. And so I'm going to give you like three ideas of that, like three tips for you to do during this time. And this is not like revolutionary stuff, guys. I've said these things before, but I just wanted to bring it up again and talk about this today just as a reminder for us going into this week. Um, And because I just think it's really important. And I also am telling, like writing this stuff out for myself, like I need to be reminded of this. Thomas and I really need to work on this during this time together, because especially now that I'm working from home, like me and him are together all the time, which personally, I love that. I know not everybody would love that. I think it's great. We have so much fun. Our desks are literally next to each other. A lot of times, like I'll be in one room and he'll be in the other if I don't want to sit at my desk, but I love that we get to be together all the time. I think it's super fun. He's my best friend in the entire world. So like, I just get to hang out with my best friend all day, which is really fun. But um, I know know some people are like, I would die. Well, it's fine. That's not me. I love it. It's my favorite thing. But even though we're together all the time, we still like need to spend intentional time together because like being together and intentional time together are two very different things. And so I'm going to talk to you today, which I've already been talking about, but I'm going to give you three tips of how to spend intentional time together over this holiday season. So let's get into it. Number one, and this one is especially important if you're traveling. I thought about this when I was writing this stuff out because I'm traveling for Christmas. Like I said, we're going home to Georgia and South Carolina. And so like this came to mind and I was like, ooh, this is good. I'm going to share this with everybody. (laughs) But so this is especially important if you're traveling. But number one, set a morning and evening routine together and stick to it. So I'm sure if you're traveling for Christmas that you're probably going to stay at family's house or maybe you're getting a hotel or maybe you're staying with friends. Like there's, you're going to be with people if you're not staying at home. And I think it's really important to set a morning routine and a nighttime routine. That way you have you know you're going to have two times that day where it's just you two and you're intentional with each other. And so I don't know about you, but I'm not necessarily a morning person. Like I like to have like some like coffee to wake me up, not even really to wake me up. It's more of just like my comfort thing in the morning, like have a couple sips of coffee and then I'm like good to chat. Um, But it's like good to have like even if you're not a morning person, like being together in the morning, like waking up at the same time together and like getting ready together. That way, you know that you have that intentional time in the morning. Cause I'm sure that your days like are filled with things. Like you've got so much stuff going on and so many meetings and just lots of stuff. And so having time in the morning and in the evening will mean that every single day you at least have two intentional moments together. And so, and even like with bedtime, like start getting ready for bed at the same time. Like something that Thomas and I, we had, we don't really do that when we're traveling. Like, cause I get tired like really fast and I don't have FOMO when it comes to like going to bed early. Like I don't care what other people are doing at night. Like I just want to go to sleep. And so a lot of times when we're like hanging out, like I will literally say like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to bed and everyone else will stay hanging out and I go to bed. And I'm thinking like going into the next week, like that doesn't, we don't need to do that. Like me and him need to decide that we're going to go to bed together. So that way we 
really have that time to like debrief that day. If something went on that was like hurtful to you, like you can talk about it together and you know that you have that time at night to go through that. And so I, cause like, I think it's super easy, honestly, to get like irritated and frustrated at stuff when you're home. And I'm like a processor out loud. I'm an out loud processor. Is that the word outward processor? And so like, I need to talk things through. And so knowing that like, okay, if Thomas and I are going to like, where stuff's going on throughout the day and I'm frustrated at something and I like know I need to process it in my head, I can say like, okay, I can process this tonight when we get ready for bed because I know we're going to have that time together no matter what. So stick a time, stick to it, excuse me, find a time and stick to it. So decide when you're going to get up in the morning and decide when you're get, when you're going to start getting ready for bed. And that way you have two intentional moments together to prioritize each other. So that is tip number one. Okay, tip number two, schedule a date. Honestly, if you don't schedule it into your week, it's probably not going to happen. If we're being totally honest, it's probably not going to happen. And this may not be super reasonable for you if you're traveling like me, like, Thomas and I are driving home and like, I want to spend as much time with my family as possible. So like, we're only with my family for three days. So it's not like we're going to be able to go home for three days and take a night out, just us. I'm not, so I'm not necessarily saying like you have to schedule when you're like away traveling, but schedule a date like either before you leave or after you leave or when you get back. So that way, you know, you've got that intentional time with each other. And Honestly, if it's not scheduled, it probably won't happen because before you're like packing and you're busy and you've got a lot of things going on. And then after like you're unpacking and now you have to get back to your normal life and back to day to day and back to your job. So go ahead and schedule in a date. And if you're not traveling, then great, schedule in a date. And I know that we're probably spending like more money than we normally would this time of year. So you don't have to like go on an expensive date. If anything, you can go get your like favorite fast food and come home and watch a movie. Just like make sure you have an intentional date scheduled at some point around the holidays, because that'll give you time to like really talk about where you're at, how you're doing. Maybe that gets the time for you to set like your intentional goals as a family for the next year. Um, there is a girl on Instagram that I love. Um, she's a pastor's wife of a pastor of a church in um, what, where is it at? In South Carolina, I think, is it Anderson? I can't remember. Um, but she talks about how they schedule like time into their, like their relationship. They date monthly. I think, is it monthly? (laughs) I'm trying to remember. Date monthly, retreat quarterly and go away annually. I can't remember. Now I'm getting it wrong. Basically like they try to date like you know, every, or go on a date every week. If they can't do that twice a month, they'll go on a date. And then like once a quarter, they'll take like a night away, like one whole night away. And then once a year, they take like days together away. And I really like that because they take each, each of those serves a different purpose and something that they do for their like week long trip together, or maybe like four or five days together. They'll really set their intentional goals for 2022 or for the, for the year following. And so like, maybe that's what you do on this date, like take time to schedule what you want 2022 to look like and like your goals for your family. And if I'm being honest, I've never been much of a goal setter, which is interesting because like I have this podcast and this business and I have like dreams of things I would love to do, but I've never really been like a, 
I want to do this, which I guess I should, because one of my goals this year was to have 300 consistent podcast listeners, and I've done that. And so maybe I should set more goals, because once I have set a goal, I have reached it. But um, I'm not much of a goal setter. Maybe I need to get better about that. But um, I think that's something like Thomas and I, he doesn't know this, he's finding this out when he's editing, that I really want us to do in 2022 is like really set goals for like what we want for that year and what we want our family to look like and our finances and our jobs and our schedules and just what we want like this stuff to look like. Like that could be a really good time for you guys to do when you're scheduling your date. And so I really encourage you get a date night on the calendar. Like I know it could seem like one more thing to do, but I don't think you're ever going to regret spending time together with your person. And this is like a a 2.1 tip because you know I said I had three tips. This is like kind of going with this, but it's also important. It's it's your little extra, if I'm giving you an extra one. Um, Have sex before your date night. So I saw somebody post about this on Instagram a couple months ago, maybe. I don't remember this point. I honestly can't remember who it is for sure. I feel like it might be someone named Vanessa. I can't remember. Anyways, I saw someone post about this on Instagram and I was like, that's so smart. So they say, have sex before you go on your actual date, like before you go to dinner, before you go to the movie, because when you get home from a date, when you get home from whatever you're doing, you're probably more tired than before you left. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I like to get like a glass of wine when we go out and wine makes me sleepy. And so after your date, you're kind of tired and you might be ready to go to bed. And so it may be hard to like fit sex into that because you're tired. And But if you have sex before the date, then you're energized and you're fun. And I think it makes your date like more fun because you have those endorphins from having sex. Like you feel really good. You feel really excited. And it's not something that you forget about once you get home. So there's a tip. Have sex before your date night. Try it and true. I think it works. I think it's way better than having sex after your date. So have sex before your date if you're able to. I think it's a really good tip. I love seeing that. I wish I remember where I, I saw it on Instagram from. So I give you credit. I'm sorry. But super good tip. Have sex before your date night, and you'll just feel even good and even sexier and fun, more fun on your date if you have sex before. So I think that's a really good tip. That was like 2.1. You're welcome. Okay, number three, we're doing a lot of scheduling, okay? Because just trust me on this. You're all over the place. You're really busy. You need to schedule sex in. Number three, schedule sex. And I know I've gotten some DMs from people that are like, I just don't feel like scheduling sex is sexy. I think it's super sexy because if you like you and your person are going to talk about it, you're like, okay, we're going to have sex. Like here's our schedule. We're going to have sex like this day and this day and this day. Then you have something to look forward to. Like you really do. Like scheduling sex means you have something to look forward to that day that you know you're going to have sex. Let's say you're going to have it at night. Like then you have all day to like get excited and like send texts to each other and like have fun with it. Like you can build the energy up to it and then it makes it really fun and really special. So I don't think that that makes it any less romantic. I think it makes it even more fun and even more exciting when you schedule it. And like, you know, you guys know how busy the holiday season is. Like if you're not scheduling things in, you're not, you're going to forget about them and it's not going to happen. And I think sex would be super, super important to have during this time because you, that is like an intentional time for you and your spouse to connect and have like intimacy with each other. And also it's a stress relief, like having sex is a stress relief. And so that can help relieve your stress during the holiday seasons. So go ahead and talk about it. Like decide that you're going to schedule sex because it probably won't happen. But I think it could make you feel a lot better during the season. Like if you're feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed, like this is a time for you to like 
spend intentional time with your person, have some intimacy, and just feel really close during this season. And if you don't schedule it, it probably won't happen. So go ahead and schedule that sex. If you feel like it's weird, just try it one time. And if you hate it, you don't have to do it again. (laughs) Just try it. I think it'll be really helpful for you. And I personally think it's just as sexy as spontaneous sex. Um, That's just my opinion. So three things we're doing to connect during this holiday season and make sure we're prioritizing time together. Number one, set a morning and evening routine together and stick to it. Number two, schedule a date. And 2.1 was have sex before your date night. And number three, schedule sex. I just trust me on it. It'll be good. (laughs) It will be good. Well, friends, I am going to miss you for the next three weeks. I can't believe it's going to be that long before I like we get to chat again. And that's just really crazy to me. But honestly, it's going to happen a lot sooner than I think. Like I'm going to get to January 15th and I'm like, oh, I don't have a podcast. Just kidding. I have some schedule with some people, which I'm excited about. So I'm going to miss you. If you need anything, please feel free to send me a DM. I'm thinking about you guys this holiday season. I'm praying for you. And if you need me, send me a DM. I'm here for you. I'm still going to be on Instagram. I'm not taking a break from that. So, um, but just know that I love you guys. Be praying that I like get this new service that I want to do, like figured out, solidified, like complete, complete, complete clarity. That's hard to say. Complete, complete, complete clarity from the Lord. Be praying for that because I just have ideas and I want them to be the best. I don't want to be doing stuff just to do stuff. I want it to have purpose. And I really believe that this thing that I want to do is going to add so much value to your lives. Um, But I just, I just need some more clarity on it. So be praying for that for me, please. But I'm thinking about you guys, praying for you, here for you this holiday season. Please remember that you are not alone. I know this time can feel so lonely. So just know that you're not alone. And I love you. And we will talk soon in three weeks. Oh my gosh, I just hit my microphone. What a terrible way to go out. Let's try that again. I love you, friends, and we will talk soon in three weeks. Have a good one. Love you so much. Bye.